Welcome to the Eclectic Collection. Today's episode 102, Fishtails. Yeah, that's kind of gross, but not the ones you're thinking. We're thinking fishtails like mermaids. How timely could this be? Even though live-action repeats of the cool things that were animated aren't necessarily uh, welcomed because, well, I like the original ones. But, you know, they've had a couple wins. I haven't seen this one yet, so I'll reserve my... uh, my opinion until I've seen it, but I have seen the other ones and you know, it was pretty cool. I, I like Will Smith as a genie. Anyhow, mermaids. So mermaids are an interesting and unique creature because obviously they're aquatic and they're typically, although there are mermen, mermaid implying it's a female, uh, it's the uh, you know, upper body and head of a female and then a tail on the bottom part. So tail of a fish and then mermen would be the same. So merfolk, if you will, mer people. Um, they appear in lots of different cultures throughout the world um, that are really just uh, the European and Asian and African uh, folklore tales of mermaids. So they all have their own rendition of it. And it's definitely um, a differentiation of opinion based on geography. So some people take it to mean that mermaids are perilous and dangerous and that they're foretelling storms or floods or shipwrecks or a drowning, or even bringing them into the situation, whereas others think that it's a lucky uh, turn of uh, folk tradition to have a mermaid there, and that it could bring you good luck, or good sales, or good fortune, or treasure, or something of that nature, and um, they're benevolent in, in many cases, and they would bestow gifts on people, or possibly falling in love, or guiding a sailor the right way, um, and then sometimes the idea of falling in love with a human, huh, where have you heard that before? We'll get back to that, but that's, it's possible. Um, the Western concept of a mermaid is really this beautiful, seductive singer, and it's kind of conflated throughout time with the sirens of Greek mythology, because sirens would sing and there's a big influence there. So the conflation, you know, I would like to think that the Greeks uh, were first, the Greek mythology was first. So a siren, obviously a singer, you know, a siren, obviously in English is, you know, the idea of, of, of a noise. Um, you think of a, a siren with a, a um, fire department, you know, it sounds an alarm, if you will. Sirens in Greek mythology, and we'll talk about them another time, but they are generally um, trying to trap you. They usually had a malevolence about them. They would want to lure you in. You'd go see what was going on, and then, oh, smash, uh, you know, and you would crash into rocks or be led away, kind of like a wisp, but this was a, a person. So the Greek gods and the Greek mythology of the idea of a siren um, they would sing, and sometimes a siren, you know, can be noisy, not necessarily a nice melodic thing. It could be a cacophony of yucky noise. Um, but later on, as mermaids come into folklore and more of, of an aquatic thing, obviously because it's half of a fish, whereas the siren was a person, the whole fish idea, of course, is going to lend itself to water. So you see mariners and and uh, shipwrecks and things like that kind of uh, going along with it, or maybe in the case of Ariel, you know, saving the shipwreck and bringing Eric to shore only to go back in the water and he doesn't know what happens. So that is an argument for the day as far as people conflating them. But um, there's obviously no evidence that they exist for real in case you were looking for one. But people report sightings all over the world to the present day. And there's actually, I mean, I don't know what it's called. It's not like the Coalition of Finding Mermaids or anything. I made that up. But 
there are people that are bent on believing that they exist and truly trying to prove their existence. Um, I'd say take a number because the Loch Ness Monster has been trying to do that stuff for years. But what are you going to do? Um, mermaids show up in British folklore as unlucky omens. And in their case, it would foretell of uh, some sort of disaster but possibly provoke it as well. So sometimes it was considered a warning and sometimes it was considered, uh, you know, uh, provoking of something bad. They've been described as able to swim up rivers in freshwater as well, but I think least so comparative to where you hear about the oceans and, you know, it was almost like a deep um, body of water that they had to be in. I mean, yeah, I guess they could hang out in a river, but for the most part, if you think of like Peter Pan, the mermaids are all hanging out on the rocks and they're in a big ship and Captain Hook's going after them in the middle of the ocean. So it's usually a, a deep dive. But they, supposedly there's freshwater mermaids as well. Kind of interesting that we could say that when there's not even mermaids, but, you know, I don't want to be spoiler alert. Um, they're generally beautiful women and they can be um, portrayed as, um, you know, like a seductress that wants to take you off course or help you. But they're generally, uh, you know, at least the top half of them are generally beautiful women. And um, they're just really throughout the whole uh, culture. It's been something that's embraced as, as you know, there or something else in the sea. No different than you could argue the uh, the Kraken or Poseidon or, or anything else like that. Um, they, I think based on where you live, kind of talks about your thoughts of mermaids and whether they're good or bad. So um, it, it's, I say, continental. Um, they have cases of people not just citing them, but, you know, trying to prove that they exist. And in doing so, um, I don't know what kind of scientific evidence they would be using. But, you know, they've had underwater things installed and cameras and stuff to try and, and, and find one or track one. But to my knowledge, not just yet. This all really started... Um, and was made famous by uh, Hans Christian Andersen. So The Little Mermaid was his work. And, uh, of course, Disney piggybacked onto that. So you've probably heard of it from Disney. But it started with Hans Christian Andersen, and he told the child story of The Little Mermaid, and then Disney went and made their own rendition of it. So even though it was massively popularized in pop culture um, through Disney, it was initially um, written and the story is timeless, so obviously they scooped it up and and did that. I would say that as far as um, current, besides the movies and, and reading Hans Christian Andersen's original work, there are maybe a little bit of a hype right now because of the re-release, or, or I should say the new release of the live-action version, although I have a live-action mermaid, I'm still kind of fuzzy. But um, they have mermaid shows where you can see women in, in like a fishbowl or a tank or something swimming around and acting like mermaids are singing. Now, on a little kid level, I have seen no different than hiring a princess for the day or, you know, getting a character where people have uh, brought mermaids in to tell the story or uh, dress in costume. Although mermaids got to walk in the door, don't they? Yeah, I've seen them put their fins on afterwards, and they're not in the water, so by definition, aren't they at risk? I don't know. You be the judge. But uh, they do have mermaid shows and, and little kids and stuff that would, um, if you want to have like a princess day or something, and Ariel's very uh, popular and famous. And I would go on record, despite he not being of mer folk, and say, for the record, in my opinion, 
Prince Eric was the best looking prince there was. I just want to go on record saying that. If you look at some of the princes, nah, he's not right home about. I'm sorry. I don't know about you, but, you know, Beauty and the Beast, I liked him better as the Beast. It was just a shame. Animated or real. Sorry, they missed the mark on that one. Like, uh, nope, Eric's where it's at. I digress. Anyhow, that's um, Story of Mermaid. So hopefully you got a kick out of that. And if you liked what you heard today, then check us out on eclecticcollectionpodcast.com or listen to us on your preferred platform. I'm Terry Tanaglia. Thanks for listening. <laughs>